Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we thank you all for tuning in happy monday and welcome back to the healing she got faith show if you're new here welcome we are so happy to have you here y'all i woke up today i was stuffy i was coughing i was sneezing so i have pretty much been in bed all day but i want to take at least an hour or so to come and record this episode because i don't want to miss another one so if i'm coughing in the microphone i apologize i'm gonna try to edit if i sound raspy if i sound crazy i apologize um i'm trying to work with what i got here so we are here happy monday it is january january is almost done what is today's day today is um january 23rd which means we really only have two more weeks of january left which means the first month of 2023 is done it's gone that is crazy to me like time just be moving and i just really feel like i don't know i don't know if it's moving so fast because i'm older and i just pay attention to some more stuff or whatever the case may be but i really feel like life just be moving but anyways welcome happy monday i'm so happy to have you here this is episode 54 we are in our we are in our our authentic self-love care series and today's topic is intention sessions versus vision boards and i am extremely excited about this i did quite a few research, um, not research papers. I was going to say I did quite a few research papers. I did not. I read quite a few um, journal articles and things like that on this topic. And so I will be adding the links into the show notes so you guys can do that. I like to read facts and I like to read, (coughs) excuse me, books and stuff like that so that I can be fact checked or if I say something wrong, because I do be wrong sometimes. And I don't mind people like being like, oh, well, you said this, but Whatever, whatever. So, anyways, I um, appreciate that. Um, I appreciate research. I'm a researcher at heart. Um, I mean, the side of social work I went, I got into. I feel like it just fits with my personality and the things that I do, and the and stuff like this is just really near and dear to my heart. So, I'm excited about this episode, and I can't wait to jump right into it. So, if you are new here, we have segments of the show, and so our first segment is the check-in. So how am I feeling? I feel very weak. (laughs) Physically, I just feel very weak. I, um, what I think happened was my schedule went from like nothing on the calendar to like everything on the calendar. And so when it goes to everything, my body tends to talk to me and my body usually gets sick when I'm doing too much. And so, I know this weekend, I just like, I guess you could say I just kind of overworked myself this weekend because like I was stuck in Florida in December and it put me 10 days behind all my tasks. And so like literally this weekend, I just sat down and worked and worked until I could not work anymore. But also too, like I've been physically active a lot more. So like I'm working out um, three, three times a week 
um, no less than an hour each time, as well as healing she got faith, things I've been picking up there. I've been in a lot of meetings. I'm starting to do more stuff with my dogs. I also like want a social life. So like I joined a book club. And so like I just feel like it's a lot going on. And my body is like at that place, like, hey, like let's chill out. And so I think that's what happened. Um, which is why like I've just been in bed all day today. But um I wanted to get this episode out, which is probably why my body is like, ma'am, please go sit down. So, anyways. I feel sick. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I feel sick. I feel weak. I feel fatigued, raggedy. Um, But, like, I think mentally and emotionally, I'm really happy with myself. I'm really happy with life. Um, It feels good not to live in survival mode. I just want to speak on that. It feels so good to, like, live a life where I can really be in the present moment and live a life where I am here, I am active, I am, um, what's the word, paying attention, I, you know, I, I, it feels good. It feels good to be at a real nice pace and to have control over my life and have control over what I can have control over and accept what I can't. Um, so yeah, I think overall my check-in for today, I just feel sick and I'm just working through that, which working through it, I mean, resting. Um, (coughs) so excuse me. All right. Our icebreaker. So as you all know, and if you don't know, I'm here to tell you, we do an icebreaker every podcast if you've ever seen me speak in public if you've ever seen me at a professional development a conference what i do is i bring affirmation cards and i pick them we read them and we discuss if they resonate with us why or why not and so today i have picked two cards from the self-care wisdom card which if you've been a a faithful listener you know that's one of my favorite dicks (laughs) y'all hear my voice going out oh my gosh (laughs) Jesus. Um, so um that's one of my favorite decks, and I just feel like because we're in the self-care, self-love series, that it's only right that we pick cards from this deck. And my computer screen just froze on me. I don't it must not be meant for me to do this uh episode because I'm coughing. And my little computer screen uh, don't want to work. Okay, there we go. All right. First card I picked was intention. How sway? Um, what if the only resolution you made was to love yourself more? Ooh. And the second card is reassess. You have the right to change your mind. Woo-hoo-hoo. Okay, intention. So that's what we're talking about today. So I love that I picked that card. What if the only resolution you had you made was to love yourself more? I think when you think about intentions, when I think about intention, that's exactly what it is. I am being very intentional on what it is that my body needs, what it is that my life needs, what are my needs and wants, and how do I get it? How how am I faithful to myself the way I'm faithful to the world, which is the life code of healing she got faith. Love you the way you love the world. Like, how am I faithful to that? And If today you decide (coughs) the only thing you want to do is to love yourself more, that's very intentional. And I do feel like your life will become better with that because you will treat yourself like you treat everybody else, which more than likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you are the strong friend. You are the lover. You are the person who shows up to everything. You are the person who does everything. You don't know how to separate things in life. You probably don't know the word no too well. Um, but 
I think being intentional with who you are as a person is very important to this task of being intentional and this task of self-love and self-care. So what if the only resolution you made was to love yourself more? I think that's beautiful. And I think in 2023, at the age of 31, that's exactly where I'm at. Like every day I want to love myself more than I did yesterday. And I want to love myself more than I have in the past. So ooh, I like that. Okay, reassess. You have the right to change your mind. This is such a powerful topic because I feel that so many times we get scared to change our mind, to change our mind because um, I think we were taught that it's not okay to change your mind. And when I say we, aka me, I think I was taught loyalty. Like once you commit, you got to go. Once you say yes, you agree to do it. And if you change your mind, you're going to look like a bad person and you know, nobody's going to want to work with you. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to ask you to go anywhere. Nobody's going to want to do any of these things with you. And so one thing, and I don't, I wish I could remember, but, um, I think I was in therapy and I was talking about something new that I'm trying. And my therapist was like, you can try it. And if you decide you don't like it, guess what? You just walk away. Like, that's the beauty about life is everything is trial and error. So if you decide that that's where you like, you no longer want to participate in whatever you're participating in, you don't have to like, it's okay to change your mind. Will the other people be frustrated? Probably. Will people be mad? Probably. But you cannot control other people's actions towards you. All you can control is you. You can say an apology, but if you've tried it and you genuinely don't like it, why force yourself? You know, and I think that's the beauty in life. Like, we have the right to change our minds. And I think that's absolutely beautiful that we can't. Like, we have that freedom. You know, it might affect other people, but the reality of life is we can do it. So, yeah, I like that a lot. And I think it goes well with our topic today. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into our topic, which is intentions versus vision board. If you have been reading the blog and if you have been listening, I actually defined intentions a couple weeks ago and we got it from Handy Danny Google, our best friend, BFF. <clears throat> and Google defines it as done on purpose or deliberate. And so, I personally like intentions because it really means that I am being deliberate about what it is, whatever it is that I'm doing. Like there is a end goal in mind and I'm working up to get to that end goal. I'm being very intentional about how and why and what I'm doing. So my end goal in life right now is just to heal and be a better person. Like I genuinely just want to be happy with who I am and I genuinely want to enjoy life. Life is short. Life is so short and life be life in. And so like, I genuinely want to get out of living in trauma. I want to get out of living in survival, living in grief. And I genuinely want to be happy. And so I always bring this up, but like a lot of people, when you ask them, what do you want your legacy to be? A lot of people, they're worried about that dash in between of like their birthday and their death day. And they want like other people to recognize them as this fabulous person. I've got to the point where I don't actually care about that no more. Like when people look at me, I want people to be like, that bitch lived her life. Like 
She healed herself. She did what she had to do to get through grief. She turned grief into her bitch life. And she lived her life to the fullest. She did what she wanted to do. I'm not really caring about like if you followed my footsteps or if I inspired you to do something. Because really, what I want to encourage people to do is I want people to encourage themselves. Like we be looking at other people and be like, oh, they do X, Y, Z. And don't get me wrong, like other people do inspire me. Like I look, I genuinely look at other people and be like, ooh. I aspire to dress like that. I aspire to write like that. I aspire to get on stage and look like that. Like, don't get me wrong. But I have gotten to the point where I'm making sure I'm not fixated on comparing myself to them. Oh, well, they do this. They do that. Like, when people be like, well, we got the same 24 hours that Beyonce got. Like, yeah, that's true. But Beyonce has money, honey. Like, Beyonce has money. She may not have always had it, but she has money. We, you know, it might we might have the same 24 hours, but we definitely don't have the same resources. Um, so, you know, you know, it's a little different. We're in different brackets, <laughs> but I think like, even in that, like, I'm not the richest person in the world. I'm not the poorest person in the world, but I think that like, being able to do what I can with what I have and being proud in that and using, utilizing what I got, because ultimately, that is what I want to do. I'm not really concerned about if you like me, if you are inspired by me or things like that. I want people to see that like I am my authentic self and I want people to see that like I am not going to just agree with you because the masses agree with you. <laughs> um. So yeah, being very intentional. So most of y'all probably know what a vision board is, but I also got a definition off of Google. And so a vision board defined by Google is a collage of images and words representing a person's wishes or goals intended to serve as inspiration or motivation. Now, <clears throat> you know, most of y'all probably know what this is. Most of y'all have probably done billions of these honestly i know like one year i think i was living in new york i probably did like four vision boards and i did it with like separate groups and it was cool i had fun i had fun making them they was my screen savers i did them on canva i stopped trying to use magazines and markers because i'm not artistic like that but i would go on canva.com and they have a little vision board section so i went on canva <coughs> created my vision boards and you know called it a day Okay, so I actually looked up articles on vision boards because I personally stopped doing vision boards because I felt like, I think I had heard it on TikTok, but like the founder of vision boards was pretty much like people haven't been doing them right. Um, people had, um, like people pretty much just create a vision board and then never look at it. But a vision board was actually created to like check in with yourself. So like every 30 days, every 90 days, um, and not just wait till the end of the year to see if you check mark everything off your vision board. But like sometimes you don't even remember, like you might put a picture on your vision board. And you don't even remember like what that was supposed to be representing. So like um, last year, one of my employees, she was like, we should do intention sessions. And so we defined intentions, we defined values. And what we were doing is it was like we were making little I guess if you look at it, you can be like, oh, those are like mini vision boards. But like we were identifying things in our life that we wanted to set our intentions on. And what we did was every 30 days we checked in. So in those 30 days, you had accountability and you had pretty much like this worksheet that we gave you to help you focus to try to meet your goals and versus like 
Let's have one big vision board party, have fun, have a charcuterie board, drink, and do all this type of stuff. And then come December, we, oh, what you do this year? No, no, no. We want to check in every 30 days. Like, we actually want to accomplish something. Because a lot of times we just forget. We go months without looking at something. I know, like, most of my vision boards ended up in, like, the trash can. So, I just, I didn't feel like I was utilizing them the right way. I didn't feel like most people I saw I was utilizing them the right way. Like I, and I kept hearing from people like, well, I haven't even looked at my vision board to be honest. So I'm not really sure what it is that I was looking for, but I found this article from the motivation clinic and it's a article from the UK. And it says that vision boards actually have scientific proof from neuroscience. And so there was a neuroscientist, Dr. Tara, who she said, looking at images on a vision board primes the brain to grasp opportunities that may otherwise go unnoticed. That's because the brain has process has a process called value tagging, which imprints important things onto your subconscious and filters out unnecessary information. The brain assigns to a higher value to images than writing words on a to-do list. And the more you look at those images, the more those images move up in importance. So... I was curious about this because a lot of times when people teach you about writing goals, they tell you to like write it, like get a pen and paper and actually write it so you can see it, visualize it. And so this scientist was pretty much saying like um, our brain registers pictures over words. So I would have to look more into that. But I did find that fact very interesting. Um, she termed it value tagging, which so <clears throat> when I read that, what I'm reading is when we have those vision boards and we put the pictures on and we continue to look at them, our brain is now picking the important things. Like our brain is now saying, okay, you're looking at this car. So you want to work towards having this car. So that is something that you are going to focus on all this year. And so I'm a to-do list person. Like I write everything down. I have a planner. I use Google tasks. Like, so I actually have a physical planner and I still like carry an iPad with Google Tasks and I have Google Tasks on my phone. And so like, I'm a very much word person. So I have to make lists. I have to write things down. If I don't write it down, it didn't happen. Um, but I can't per se carry a vision board around. I mean, like I said, when I did it on Canva, I made it my screensaver, which I think was good. But also too, I feel like in seasons, what we want changes, you know what I'm saying? So like in January, January 1st, I might focus on losing weight, but then like March 1st, I may be like, you know what? I want a man. I'm going to focus on getting a man. So I think like we have to consider that too, when we're working on our visions and our intentions, like we change through the seasons. Like, and I think like that goes back to our card reassessed. We have the right to change our mind. So we might have wanted to work on our weight, but then we also might have decided we wanted to work on love. Also in reassessing, there's also duality. So I can also be very excited that I'm losing weight, but then I can also feel like, man, I really want love. Or I could say, you know what, I did want to work on my weight, but I'm not really focused on that right now. Like it's not a priority like it was in January. So in this article, it gives, um, it gave three reasons of the three. It gave like three reasons why vision boards are good. And so it said visualization, the brain does see little differences between something that actually, that something that actually is happening and something that is strongly imagining so pretty much like the because of visualizations the brain can distinguish like what is real and what do we want to be real the second 
thing was repetition. So um, having a board can regularly help you become more willing to take action towards your goals. So like seeing it. So basically you're visualizing it. So that's basically the first one. You're visualizing it. You're looking at it every day. It's encouraging you to keep working, to keep going for your goals. And the last one is positivity. It's a energy booster. It's a positivity booster. But I will say this. There is a such thing as positivity gaslighting, and there is a such thing as being overly positive. Not to say that if you're one of those people, it makes you a bad person, but sometimes in positivity, we lose reality. So like if someone dies, you're like, oh, it's okay. They're in a better place or, oh, it's okay. Like, I don't know. Um, Sometimes being too positive, we lose a sense of reality. And so while having a vision board may make you feel positive per se um if you go for a job if you go for your dream job that's on your vision board and you don't get it being overly positive might like make you miss the reality of like no like you really didn't get this job like and that sucks and that hurts and you should allow your emotions um because a lot of times we try to positively gaslight ourselves like oh it just wasn't meant to be or no like you might have went there and bombed the interview or you might have went in there and got discriminated against like that stuff sucks like you should be able to say that and you don't have to be positive every negative like every time you know and I think a lot of people are like oh no that's just too negative but I think like I know for me I'm one of those type of people where when I speak my truth if it's not positive like people be like you so negative like you're a negative Nancy and it's like it amazes me how when I speak my truth it's deemed as negative but if I were to say, oh, life is golden, life is golden, y'all would eat that up, but it's not the truth. It's not the truth. So we should be able to speak our truth without being overly positive every single time. So uh, <clears throat> so why? I, I think there should be a balance. I think there should be a balance in like positivity and reality. So fun fact, there's a National Vision Board Day. And so this was created in 2010. The year I graduated from high school, isn't that crazy? When a group of friends came together to set their goals in a fun and creative setting. And so the second Saturday of every January is National Vision Board Day. And that's because people want you to set your goals and intentions. National Vision Board Day was initiated by Kellen Lutz and Ryan Daly in June 2015 to inspire people to help them to achieve their goals. Vision boards is actually based off of the law of attraction. People can think the whole day about their dreams and what kind of life they want to live. They can visualize how they can make their dreams come true. So I did not know that vision boards were based off of the law of attraction, which we'll get into that. Um, but I thought that was interesting that it started in 2010 and then it was initiated by um, by 2015 by friends and that it's from the law of attraction i thought that was very interesting and then i found a article on, oh and so that was an article i forgot who it was about let me click on it um this says national that's the oh it's from free press journal so it might that may not be a reliable source but we'll keep it moving okay then i found an article on psychology today and so psychology today said Vision boards are based on the law of attraction, the idea that your mode of thinking directly affects what the universe gives you. If you put positive mental energy into the universe, you'll be the recipient of positive outcomes. 
Thus, the reason for any unrealized goals is that you did not provide enough positive thoughts and energy to the process or you let some negative thoughts slip in. In short, you're completely to blame for your lack of success. I want to talk about this because I always say what happens when you do everything right and it still doesn't happen. Okay, you do every step, you do everything that you see everybody on Instagram do, and you do step one, two, three, four, five, and it still doesn't work. So, I think this comes into a belief system. I personally, in religion and the law of attraction and things like that, I don't believe that if you constantly think positive thoughts or if you constantly think negative thoughts, that's what's going to happen. I think that sometimes good things happen to bad people, and sometimes bad things happen to good people, and I think that. In life, we have good and bad. I think they both just exist. I think there's duality. I believe that, yes, my mind is a very powerful tool. It's the most strongest muscle in the body. I do believe that. But I also believe that if I were to get up every single day, look at my vision board, eat, work out, do everything I'm supposed to do, that at some point, something bad is still going to happen whether that's spilling coffee on my laptop, whether that's a car accident, whether that's losing my arm. I believe that bad things happen. And so I don't believe that no matter how positive I am, I'm just automatically going to get it. That has always been my issue in church. Um, Oh, if you you want it bad enough, pray about it. If you want it bad enough, pay your tithes. If you want it, like, I could give God all my money and still lose my house the next day. I can pray about it day in and day out, but if I'm not doing the inner work, it doesn't matter. And so I think we miss the physical part of the mental part, you know, and again, I think there's a balance and I think there's duality. I think there's a balance in positive and negative thoughts. I think there's duality. I think I can be positive, but also recognize that, hey, bad things still happen in life because that's life. And to me, it doesn't matter what you believe in. And if you are a believer in the law of attraction or if you're a believer in religion at the end of the day i believe that you have total freedom to do that but at the same time there's also a reality um and maybe that is your reality maybe your reality is that you think positive every day and you've manifested and got everything you've ever desired but for somebody like me i do have my spiritual beliefs i do have my practices and rituals and things that I do, but also too, like my life has sucked. Like when my mom died and I prayed and she, and when she finally died, the first thing I asked was, well, did she die? Cause I didn't pray hard enough. Um, I didn't pray hard enough. I didn't, you know, I didn't do X, Y, and Z when in reality, like my mom was probably going to die anyway. When my dad died, you know, I was 15, I was younger, but um, the reality was he might have just, it might have just been his time to go. You know, maybe he didn't do anything wrong. Maybe he did do something wrong. I don't know. I was too young, but no matter what, he would have still died whether I prayed or not. And I think, you know, that was one of the reasons why after my mom died, I kind of had beef with church people was because Every, oh, I've seen miracles. I've done this. I've done that. Blah blah blah. But y'all don't know how to talk to people when the miracle doesn't happen. Because now I'm questioning why wasn't I good enough to have this miracle? Because church folks only focus on 
the good that God can give you and not the reality of God, of what God will give you. So I think that's important to remember. You know, I do think people who think very negative and pessimistic, they live very miserable lives. I recently have spoken to people that I really haven't spoke to. And I was quickly reminded as to why I don't speak to them because everything is so negative and everything's a competition. Like if I say I was homeless for five years, I got to be homeless for six years. If I say I only got $2, I only got $1.50. Like, okay, your life sucks. We get it. Um, but I genuinely want to be happy. And I want to be around people who want to be happy, but I also want to be around people who are realistic and authentic and who don't hide what it is like. And I've had friends who are just overly joyful and overly positive. And like when somebody is grumpy, it bothers them. But like, to be honest, like there are people who get bothered by people who are joyful. You know, sometimes I just want to be mad. Like, let me be mad. Let me allow me to have my feelings. Allow me to be in a position to where I can have those feelings. Um, And so I, you know, I brought this up because I think. It's January. A lot of people do vision boards. A lot of people do group activities and get all this stuff together. And I think that's great. I think that's absolutely amazing. But I also want you to be mindful of like the things you're doing to get what you want. Like just because you put it on a piece of paper hanging up in your room doesn't mean it's <coughs> it's gonna magically happen. I think um, we have to be mindful of like it takes work to get to where we want to be. So, you know, if you do vision boards, I think that's beautiful. I think you should continue to do it. You know, this is not a bash vision boards, bash the law of attraction. This is, a, you know, we have to think about everything that we're doing and we have to think about what it is that we want and how do we get there. And I firmly believe that intentions work better. I think that if we're very intentional about our actions and breaking it up into smaller things, so like, you want to get married this year, like if you're engaged and, you know, that's actually a really good example. So like when you get engaged, you don't just plan the wedding in a month. I mean, some people have, but those are like the not so average people, but like the average person, they're usually booking a year in advance for things. And so, and they do it step by step. We got to get the venue first. Then we got to get the DJ. Then we got to figure out the food. Then we got to figure out the dress. So you're breaking it up into increments. That's how we should do it. Our vision boards. We pick maybe the ultimate goal, and then we break it up into like steps and things, um, timelines of when we want something back. That's how I operate. You may not operate that way. You might have to do daily things. You might have to do weekly things. I operate like if I want something done by February 28th. I put that on my calendar. I put what I want. And then each week, I see what day I can focus on it. And if I can't get to it that week, then I go on to the next week and I figure it out. Now, I might not get it done every day, but before the 28th comes, I'm going to have it done. And I was talking to my therapist about that. Like, it might be I get it done right before the 28th. It might be I get it done three weeks before the 28th. But regardless of how I do it, it's done before the deadline. And so... Maybe that's how you operate. And so that's why I think breaking it down to every 30 days, that's giving you monthly goals and, and it's realistic. You can do stuff in 30 days. You can see, and if you have to adjust your goal, I think that's something that we have to discuss too. Like adjusting your goal is okay. If you needed more time to do it, if you needed less time to do it, that's okay too. Um, but realizing how you operate. I just wrote a blog about that last week. So maybe check that out. 
um, realizing how you operate and realizing how that works. So maybe a vision board for the whole year is perfect for you because you can break it up like that. Or maybe you're like me and you have to break it up by every 30 days. You have to break it up in increments. And even then, like when I got stuck in Florida and it put me behind 10 days, I've had to adjust that. So maybe these things are taking 40 days instead of 30 days and I have to, you know, adjust and work through that. So my, what I wanted to discuss with you today is pretty much like, just think about how you operate. And this is part of your authentic self-love and self-care regimen because, you know, you have to be intentional about your end goal. So we can look at vision boards as the end goal. We can look as intentional as the micro goals, the daily steps that get us to that vision board. But I wanted you guys to have a little bit of research, a little bit of definitions for intention versus versus vision board. Because, again, things like this tend to become very popular. People just do it. But I want us to start being intentional about why we're doing something and how we're doing it. Okay. So that is your episode 54 in our series, Authentic Self-Love and Care series. And we just discussed intention sessions versus vision boards. So our affirmation for this week is I let go of past regrets and move with good intentions. I think this is a really powerful affirmation because we have to learn we have to learn how to set our intentions and we have to learn the importance of that and also to like we have to let go of anything that is holding us back so if you have any regrets which i think most of us do with if we admit it or not we have to learn that <clears throat> life happens things happen as long as we have breath in our body, we can make it up. And then when we don't have breath in our body, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, <coughs> so I let go of my past regrets and move on with good intentions. And I think you deserve that. I think you deserve to move on with very, very good intentions. So that is your affirmation for the week. Housekeeping, we have a blog every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central. You can check us out at healingshegotfaith.com slash blog. We have a Galentine's Day event coming up February 17th. We will start promotion with that very soon, but you can go on to the healingshegotfaith.com slash programs website and go ahead and book your tickets. It's for the ladies. Ladies, we are catering to you. We have a vendor event at the Healing Community Office, and the Galatine's Day will also be at the Healing Community Office. The vendor event will be February 12th, where um, we'll have a couple of kid vendors, so come out and support if you are local. We will be starting our new grief groups, including a men group, so be on the lookout of social media. Um, follow us on social media and all and all the podcast platforms that we are on. You can do that by going to healingshegotfaith.com slash links. And of course, you can catch the talk show here every Monday at 3 p.m. Central. Um, we also still have, we will, <clears throat> we will start posting, we will start posting about um vendors not vendors sponsors because we are still looking for a couple of sponsors for the healing community office so be on the lookout for that 
And then also, too, we still have an Amazon registry list. So be on the lookout for that as well. So that is all I have for you all today. Thanks for bearing with me as I did this feeling not so great. But I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And I will catch y'all next Monday. Love you the way you love the world.